Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we go on a journey of discovering who we truly are and want to become through ancient and modern wisdom, philosophies, and stories. When we think about it, it is weird, but a very common expression, to kill time. But time is a gift. We have a limited time on this planet. Let's explore how we can turn time from our enemy to our ally. All right, y'all, I'm super excited today for this new episode. We've just released recently the first episode with a guest, with a video. The response has been awesome. Thank you for all the support. If you didn't check it out yet, obviously, you can also listen to it. It's the episode 77, but there's also a version on YouTube, which is obviously super cool because you can put a face to the voice especially that it's about an hour, so it's uh, quite longer. Now, on today's subject, recently it got to my attention, or at least it struck me, why do we have this expression, to kill time? And often when you think about it, it is in moments that we're kind of bored, we just want to kill time, meaning do some meaningless things and, you know, watch your phone or watch something on the TV or whatever else and just simply kill time. But then when you think about it, actually time is pretty much the greatest gift that we have, obviously, other than life and just the ability of being on this planet But as soon as we acknowledge and let's say just put to the side the fact that we exist, the next best thing is that we have time. Because imagine I would tell you, you could have all the money in the world, the body of your dreams, the partner, everything you imagine, but then you have one day to live. Meaning you have everything you could even imagine, but you have very limited time. I don't think you would be very pleased with that deal, right? So then that means we can agree that basically time is an incredible gift. But on the other side, it is true. And we cannot just have a positive outlook on life and just be blind to everything and just say that everything is a blessing and that everything is beautiful. It is true that time can be our enemy. And that's exactly in that case that we want to kill time. And when you think about it, time becomes our enemy when it's painful, right? Think of someone, I'm going to go to the extreme, but imagine someone that wants to end their life. That means 
time, the time they have in front of them, the time that they're living in is too painful. So they want to get rid of it and just disappear. And on the other side, let's imagine you're traveling to your dream destination. You're on vacation with the people that you love. And in every single moment, there's just so much joy and happiness. You want that moment to last forever. So again, it comes down to how we perceive that time. Okay, so let's explore more now how time can be our enemy or our ally. And by the way, this is not necessarily the full list. It's just a few key ideas that came to mind and that I wrote down. So of course, there might be more to it. But first thing that came to mind in the category of time being our enemy, in that case, we want to kill time, is when you dwell over the past. You relive things from the past. They might be trauma. They might be painful moments. They might be things that you regret. And you're kind of stuck in this past that is already behind you. So you cannot change anything. But at the same time, as it was covered in the episode about why we cry while we watch movies, right? Because even if we know that thing that we're looking at is fake, or even if we're just imagining a situation in our brain, our body reacts in a very similar way as if it was really happening in the same moment. So that means if we dwell over the past, we're not in peace with whatever we're thinking about, something that happened to us, something that we did, whatever it is, the emotions we will feel will not be pleasant. And actually, same for the future. If we're anxious about the future, we imagine scenarios that might go wrong or anything, that's going to be the same case. And without getting too much into the science of it, but for example, these are exactly the moments that we will reach out for our phone or seek distraction with those cheap dispensers and dealers of dopamine as social media, as junk food or anything else that just boosts our brain with dopamine, but in a non-healthy way. Then the next case where time can be our enemy is if you do things that don't bring you joy. And I'm not delusional. I don't think every single moment of the day we're supposed to do things that bring us joy I know we're adults, we're in a serious world, let's say, and we need also to do some stuff that we don't love. I don't think there's a lot of people in the world that love answering emails, doing their taxes or whatever else. But overall, in a whole day, if you don't do anything that brings you joy, or even on the weekend, if you're at your seventh Netflix episode of the day, at some point or at that point of the seventh episode, you're most probably not even enjoying it anymore. Then the next one is if we do things that hurt us, meaning if we're around negative people, if you take too much drugs or alcohol or indulge junk food, whatever it is, and I'm not here to judge, only you know what's too much, what's good, what's bad for you, and also what do you accept. I'm not saying that every single thing that we do in our life must be 
literally and scientifically positive for us. Sure, ideally, but at the end of the day, we make decisions and we live with those decisions and with the consequences. But even if scientifically alcohol is not good for your body, but you do enjoy a good glass of wine or a cocktail, probably the benefits also of your mental state or even physical state when you do have that little glass, most probably it wins over the damage that it can be done in your system, right? Anyways, bottom line, doing things or being around things that hurt us. Then another way that we can make time our enemy is doing things that deep down you're not proud of. For example, skipping exercise or staying up late and sleeping badly or saying that you'll do some things and then not doing them or scrolling for hours on social media, whatever it is, if later on and deep down, and sometimes we don't even want to listen to that little voice in our head that tells us you're lazy, you're weak, or that wasn't the thing that you were supposed to do. And again, it's okay. We're humans. We're not always going to do what we need to do in an ideal world. But still, if it's something that comes back often, and you're committing to things, but then you're skipping it, whatever it is, if deep down you're not proud of how you spent your time, it's going to hurt you, and also you're going to make time your enemy. And then the final one on my list, and again, this is not a full and extensive list, but the final one is when we don't like spending time by ourselves. You already know it, this has come back in many episodes, but... It is so important to really have that time with ourselves, to get to know ourselves, to just also be disconnected from the world. And when I say being by yourself is not watching Netflix alone or being on your phone alone. It's just really walking and not listening to nothing in your ears, just being with your thoughts. It's sitting down, drinking your coffee in the morning, whatever it is. And just spending time with yourself, with your thoughts, with your questions, with your doubts, whatever comes up. And also, I don't want to be too cliche, but those times are also the time that we give ourselves some love and some kindness. And we just simply enjoy our own company. All right, let's get to the good stuff now. How we can make time our ally. First one. Being present, enjoying each moment, being grateful and mindful. And the beauty of that is that this can happen at any moment. It can be the same coffee you've been drinking for the past five years, but just bringing the attention to the moment when you feel the sun on your face, you feel the warmth of the cup of coffee, and you taste the coffee in your mouth, and you just acknowledge and you think for yourself, wow, this is just so beautiful, this moment, peaceful. I'm grateful for this. And by the way, being present is not just about those little calm moments that you're with yourself. It's also when you're driving to work and you're being present in the moment 
with your thoughts again or whatever you need to think over because maybe you have an important meeting or you're organizing something, but you're being present in the moment and the more you practice that, well, the more also you are ready for whatever happens if something happens. But I mean, life happens, right? But also you will catch more easily the little things that you can then be even more present and grateful for because you are mindful of your emotions, of your state, of the situation. If your mind is always somewhere else, you won't even realize what's going on within you and around you. Then, and that's obviously the other side of doing things that don't bring us joy, well, you make your time your ally if you do things that brings you joy. And I think there's two ways to see this because on one end, it might be just literally things that bring you joy. You love dancing, you love painting, you love doing Legos, you love whatever it is, and you just simply do it. But also you can find joy or you can create joy or you can bring joy to moments that are not necessarily a source of happiness for you. You can bring joy in a meeting with a client or with your colleagues. You can bring joy to a date if you go and you meet someone new. And instead of just being this interviewer and asking questions, you're more playful. You tell a joke or you do something that is kind of your inner child acting out because it starts raining outside and you just go in the rain and you start dancing, whatever it is. But you can bring out the joy out of yourself, but also out of any type of situation. Then, obviously, if you're on the phone with your bank, probably that moment will not be the most joyful of your day. But if you seek out the opportunities in any type of moment to bring out the joy, trust me, you're going to see more opportunities because if you look for something, you'll find it. Then another way that you can make your time your ally is by being productive and focused. There's nothing more frustrating within you than literally wasting your time, right? If you're somewhere and you're just half-assed working, but you're checking your phone every five minutes, you're looking around, and then after five hours, you kind of done 10 minutes worth of work. But if you fully commit to what you're doing, and it doesn't go just for work, it can go for anything you're doing. But if you're being productive and focused, that means you're using your time well, you will feel good and proud of yourself later on. Then another way, of course, spending time with the people that you love, that uplift you. And that's why, and you probably heard it from many different people, but we, through life, we go forward. And especially if you have a growth mindset, especially if you're working on yourself and you're growing and you're changing for the better, I guess. But if you're changing, people around you are not always going to follow. And at some point, it will happen that some people will have to go. But if you... Make sure that the people around you are a source of love and inspiration and that are supporting you genuinely and that uplift you. Well, then that's time well spent because 
how we feel. We are social creatures. We are social animals. How we feel after even five minutes spent with someone that is on the same level or even higher as us on the positive energy, how we feel, that's priceless. And that cannot be faked. That cannot be created out of just thin air. Then that's kind of already discussed in the first case, but spending time by ourselves, right? The first one with the enemy of the time was not spending time or more. We didn't enjoy spending time by ourselves. And I don't think this is something that comes naturally. I think especially when we're younger, I don't know, I'm thinking for myself right now, but When I was a teenager and when I was kind of becoming the human being that I am right now, I didn't like spending time by myself, right? Like when you're 16, kind of your whole life is your social life. You want to be accepted. You want to be surrounded by people. You want to be the cool person. And I'm not saying this is the exact case for every single person, but overall, on average, This is kind of our reality and we're at home and we're going to watch something and we're going to text our friends and we're going to go out and we're going to be around people. But if you train yourself and also you realize and you see the benefit of spending time by yourself, you will start to enjoy it. And that's the time when you're on your own. This is the time to grow, to read, to discover yourself, to work on yourself, to give you self-care. Anything that will not only make you feel good in the moment, but also that will benefit you later on. So really, I don't think today's point is to remember those categories necessarily, but just think and look back maybe on the few last days. Do you have time more often as your ally or as your enemy? And then try little by little to pinpoint the ways and the moments that you made your time an enemy because it's you. At the end of the day, you have to take ownership of your life, of your growth. So it is you that makes those decisions. And it's okay, even if you're 80% of the time making it an enemy, that's okay because in a week, it can be 75%. And the only goal is to grow and go in the right direction, is not to be perfect. So take a look at your average day or maybe at your average week and see what's the balance between your time being your ally and the time being your enemy. And just as a final thought, now I think most of the focus was kind of how the time in the moment can be your ally or enemy, right? Meaning it makes you feel empowered or great in the moment or it makes you feel negative and depressed and that's why you want to kill the time. And I don't want to confuse the whole reflection and conversation today, but also you can invest your time because anything that you do today that will then create a ripple effect and that you will be able to build on it. So for example, anytime that you work on your mindset, on your beliefs, on your habits, this is something that will go on and on. This is not something that you just decide today because when you build a habit, it becomes a part of you with time. If you learn something today and tomorrow, 
you will have that knowledge later on. If you do something for your health today and tomorrow and for the next week, that health will pay up not only on the short term, but also on the long term. So ask yourself also if the actions that you're doing or what actions you want to do in order to invest your time for a positive return in the future. On this, I hope this was useful. I wish you a wonderful day and a wonderful time. And I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.